0: Emmanuel, God is with us. If God is with us, who can be against us? If God is with you, who can be against you? If God is with your nation, who can be against her? Put your hands together for Jesus. Viewers all over the world, we greet you, Emmanuel, God is with you anywhere you are. Remember, the real thing about man is his spirit, not his body or his flesh. And so far as your spirit is connected with us in today's broadcast, the real thing about you is right here in the presence of God. You are welcome. Be blessed in Jesus' name. My name is Edward. I'm originally from the United Kingdom and it is my privilege to be an evangelist in training under my mentor and my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua. I want to appreciate his love, his patience, his kindness and his wisdom that has taken me from where I was to where I am today to God be the glory. And before I go into the title of today's message, please have your seats. Before I go into the title of today's message, I want to bring a little demonstration which I hope will capture your attention for the glory of God. Do we have anyone in the front row wearing something made of gold? anyone in the front row here wearing something made of gold okay our father i can see you please come forward and stand with me here please put our hands together for him now gold is a very wonderful color wouldn't you agree and if our father would kindly raise his hand you can see this beautiful gold wristwatch that he is wearing let us clap for jesus for the glory of god now sir this gold is refined is polished is beautiful but do you know where this gold came from well gold is came from soil soil and soil is somewhere dirty somewhere smelly somewhere nasty is that right yes would you wear something from the soil on a normal day of course no Of course not, but because it has been processed, because it has been refined, you can forget about where it has come from and wear it for the beauty that it is. Is that right? Yes. Thank you. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. And please, before you go, take a fruit from the altar. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Our brother, our father is not the only one wearing gold. I also have a few pieces of gold on my faith bracelets. And what I want to say about gold is that where gold comes from is not a nice place. Where gold comes from is messy, is disgusting. It's some place you would not want to go to. But today, after it has been processed, after it has been refined, everybody wants gold. Hallelujah. I believe there are many of us today that are still in the raw form, can I say. Many of us, we are like gold that has just been dug out of the ground. We think our life is in a mess. We think our situation is messy, is dirty, is filthy, is beyond repair. But I want to encourage you, Prophet TB Joshua says, there is hope for the weak. No matter where you are coming from, no matter what you are going through right now, and no matter what you have done in life, I want you to be still for just a moment with one thought in mind. You are loved by God. You are loved by God. You are loved by God. Now you may ignore God's love. You may ridicule God's love, you may laugh at God, you may even doubt God, but God's love for you will remain constant and unchanging. When you discover what God has created you for and how He cherishes your company just as you are, your life will become extremely meaningful and completely enjoyable. Tell your neighbor, when I discover the purpose God has created me for and how he cherishes my company, my life will become extremely meaningful and completely enjoyable. Hallelujah. So... How clearly do you really see your life? What does Jesus see when he looks at you? Jesus clearly sees the real you. Jesus clearly sees the prosperous you. Jesus clearly sees the healthy, happy, strong you. Jesus sees the you of your dreams. This is your real value but many of us are not experiencing our real value because of disobedience the cost of obedience prophet tb joshua says is nothing compared to the cost of disobedience that is to say what it will take you to obey the voice of god is nothing compared to what it will cost you in life obey the voice of Satan and disobey the Lord this is why we are here today in our disobedient state like gold just dug up from the ground full of impurity full of dirt full of mess we are not fit for the purpose God has created us for but I want to encourage you also that no matter how dirty how bad you may think your situation is it is not too late for you to start believing and obeying the word of god it is not too late for you to be positioned where you will accomplish your destiny in Christ Jesus. It is not too late for your dreams of many years ago to start coming to fulfillment because I believe today is the day the Lord has made for you for every voice of weeping, of suffering, of sickness, of sorrow to be silenced. If only You will learn obedience to the will of God. Now, some people may say, how do I know God loves me? If God loves me, why does he allow terrible things to happen in the world and terrible things to happen to me? Well, let me encourage you. Earth has no sorrow that heaven does not feel. No matter what situation you think you have, There is no situation God does not feel in your life. There is no situation God is not aware of. But when you cannot control your circumstances, as a Christian, you are expected to control your attitude. God's power cannot work in a man's heart until his will is obedient to God's will. You cannot be in a negative or nasty situation and start complaining, start murmuring, start holding offenses about people, and believe God Almighty's power will work in your life. But take note, Jesus Christ wants to heal your wound. Say it with me, Jesus Christ wants to heal my wound. When we say wound, we mean every problem, every negative thing, everything that's wrong in our life. Jesus Christ wants to heal our wounds, but it is we who do not allow him to heal us. It is we who do not allow him to do so, because the path to Jesus is not the easiest way. The path to Jesus is the path of humility. The path of self-denial and the path of obedience to the will of God. If you could just walk on the path of obedience and just get to Jesus, you would know peace and comfort. Your life would know joy and you would know fulfillment. And to introduce us to today's message... I want to repeat a poem of prophet tb joshua he says when we accept adversity enduring every pain we will learn what we should know and our grief will turn to gain this will bring us to the title of today's message learn obedience tell your neighbor learn obedience learn obedience Learn obedience! What many of us do not do is make this fundamental decision to learn obedience through whatever we pass through. Instead of learning obedience when hard times, when difficult situations come, when we are placed in a moment of decision, a moment of temptation, a moment of opposition, we choose to learn offenses. We choose to learn anger. We choose to learn hatred, all the fruits of the flesh, all disobedience to God Almighty. In the moment of decision, you will be faced with just two options. Firstly, to learn offense. Or secondly, to learn obedience to the voice of God. And I pray God Almighty will give you that grace to learn obedience today in Jesus' name. So let us turn in our Bibles. To the example of our Lord Jesus Christ, whose focus was not broken in the midst of temptation, in the midst of trials, and the crises of life. We're going to the book of Hebrews, chapter 5 and verse 8. Do turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews, chapter 5. We'll take verse 8 and verse 9. Are you there? So, once again, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, and we'll take from verse 8. I read Though he was a son, yet he learnt obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him wow learn obedience as Jesus did learn obedience through what you go through Jesus Christ learned obedience through the things he suffered and we all know Jesus suffered he was beaten he was punished unjustly he was falsely accused he was rejected he was dehumanized before he was brutally murdered. But Jesus didn't hold offense. Jesus did not keep grudges with those who were mistreating him. Jesus responded by the Spirit with forgiveness, knowing that his death on the cross would accomplish salvation for you and you and you and you and you, and you today. Hallelujah. Truly. The hour of Christ's crucifixion was the beginning of his glorification and our redemption in the name of Jesus. So Jesus knew that decisions produce events. He knew that he had to make a decision of a champion. That is a decision that would benefit his future. And Jesus decided to learn obedience through whatever situation came his way. He was ready to endure a season of pain to create a season of gain. Are you ready for that today? Are you sure? You must be ready to make the same decision Jesus did. Because Jesus made the decision to learn obedience, he was refined by his situation. Many of us today, we go through different situations. We go through hell and high water, but our situation does not seem refine us rather it seems to impair us and it is not the promise of God for our lives as Christians today we often run from the very thing God Almighty has sent to bring strength to bring courage and to bring wisdom to our lives tell your neighbor we often run from the very thing Which is meant to bring strength, to bring courage, and to bring wisdom to my life. Yes. God Almighty has sent those events. He has allowed them to take place in your life for a purpose. It is all meant for your obedience to God. It is meant for your spiritual benefit. But... We begin to say, God, I'm praying for breakthrough now. How come every time, failure, disappointment? I did not expect this is the way that you will bless me. Ah, Maybe I'll join my family. Maybe I'll stop praying. Prayer does not work for me. Let me go and watch football instead. It's Sunday morning. Hallelujah. 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 God's intention for your situation is to be a refiner of your character, a strengthener of your character, and a purifier of your character. The plan of God Almighty often seems to make us go through things we would not want to go through. But it's always in order that you may take your proper position and possession in Christ Jesus. God is not a wicked God. He does not enjoy seeing his people suffer, but he is more concerned about your eternal glory and salvation than your present comfort. This is the issue. This is why we must learn obedience to the voice of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, there are some hindrances which normally stop us from obeying the voice of God there are some hindrances which normally get in our way when we want to move closer to God what could these things be the book of 2nd Timothy chapter 2 let's turn there from verse 20 to 26 but today we'll just take verse 24 to 26 please read the rest when you get home we're talking about something that can be a stumbling block to your spiritual growth, your spiritual walk with the Lord. The book of 2 Timothy, chapter 2. And we are going from verse 20, and we'll jump down to 24. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. I pray you will be a vessel of honor today in Jesus' name. Moving on to verse 24. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, Patient in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth. And that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. Many of us fail to learn obedience to our situation because our hearts are imprisoned through offense. Holding an offense hinders and handicaps us from reaching our full potential. Holding an offense handicaps and hinders you from reaching your full potential. When you hold somebody down in the bondage of unforgiveness, you cannot function properly in your profession. Therefore, the person most hurt by unforgiveness Is you not your enemy not the one you are unforgiving when we hold offense offense blinds us to the reality that we have been trapped and captured by the devil to do his will and his purpose what do we mean I'm a Christian I'm not doing the will of the devil are you so sure when we are offended We use our tongues out of bitterness, out of anger, to crush a true friendship. We use our tongues out of hatred, out of envy, out of jealousy, to split our churches and split our businesses. To shatter our marriages. To crumble families and tear them apart. Is that the purpose of God? Is that the will of God? So, you cannot hold the tools of Satan's purpose and at the same time hold the tool of God's purpose because the place where God dwells is your heart. There is no room in your heart for offense and for the living word of God. It's either one or the other. So this is why many people say, my prayer does not work. I've tried it for long. It's too difficult for me to obey the voice of God because they are using the weapons of the purpose of the devil to try and do God's work. You cannot function properly, like I said, as a Christian, with anger in your heart, with hatred in your heart, with jealousy and envy in your heart. What must you do in order to take up God's responsibility, God's position? Let go of offense. Tell your neighbor, let go, of let, go of let go of offense. Let go of offense. A true Christian should refuse to be offended in order not to offend God. Because the moment you hold an offense against somebody, you have grieved the Holy Spirit. How then can you work with Him who you have grieved? When you are forcing Him to see what is contrary to His will. When you are making Him to hear what is contrary to His will. This is why God Almighty sometimes allows His people to go through hard times in order to bring them to their knees, to make them sensible, to understand how little they deserve the grace of God they have. When great honor and privileges are put upon you as a Christian, because it is a great honor to be a Christian, amen? When great honors and privileges are put upon you, you must also expect something to humble you in order to maintain your union, your relationship, with God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, living in the Word of God will help you in times of testing and times of temptation to respond by the Spirit, to respond with forgiveness, to respond with love, and not to take offense and feed on it in your heart. However, No matter how well we master the Scriptures, without true obedience to what we are reading, we will remain spiritual babies. We will remain raw gold, unrefined, unmatured, undeveloped, unuseful to the purpose of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this is your opportunity It means that whatever situation you are going through, it serves a very useful purpose. Say to your neighbor, my situation serves a very useful purpose. My situation serves a very useful purpose. First of all, it is to form and strengthen your character. Secondly, it is to prepare you for the eternal glory that lies ahead of you, amen. Amen. Your situation serves a very useful purpose, to form and strengthen your character, because character does not grow in pleasure. Character is not developed in good times, but in persecution, in pressure and in tension. And God uses your situation as a Christian to preserve you for the eternal glory that lies ahead of you. Now while it is not a crime to be a spiritual baby or to be an immature Christian, Jesus does not expect you to remain one. You get that? Jesus Christ expects you to grow as a Christian. And the way in which our character grows as Christians is by obedience. I mean, the way our characters grow as a Christian is by facing difficulties and dealing with problems, not running from them. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, the way my character grows as a Christian is by facing difficulties and dealing with problems. So I want to take you to one more scripture before we begin to bring the message to conclusion. Let's go to the book of Hebrews chapter 12. And we're going to take it from verse 3 to verse 7. Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 3. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed in striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Now, from this verse, you will agree with me that God Almighty disciplines us, corrects us, Chastens us, refines us through hard times, through affliction, through what we do not want to go through. The heat of which separates the impurities from the character of God in our life and allows it to grow. Tell your neighbor, God Almighty Almighty." refines me with affliction, with hard times, with pain. The heat of which separates the impurities from the character of God in my life. And the character of God in my life begins to grow. Is that true for your life? That is how we learn obedience. For gold to become gold, for gold to be worth its sort, it must pass through fire. And the more fire gold receives, the better and more valuable it becomes. It must pass through a process of refinement. And I'm here to tell you today, you are Christ's gold. As Christ's gold... You must be ready to go through that fire, to go through that difficulty, that the impurities in you may be separated from the character of God. If you know that you are Christ's gold, can you rise up and make this declaration of faith with me right now? Say my situation is a refiner of my character. My situation is a builder of my character. My situation is separating, is separating the impurity of hatred and allowing the Love of God to grow in me. My situation is separating the impurity of impatience and allowing the character of patience to grow in me. My situation is meant for my obedience I have learned obedience I have learned love I have learned joy I have learned patience I have learned peace I have learned goodness I have learned kindness I have learned humility I have learned self-control through the things I go through because my situation is a refiner of my character Please have your seats in the presence of God. So once you know your situation is a refiner of your character, don't let any unfavorable situation dislodge you, remove you from the place where God has for you. As a Christian, when you find yourself going through difficulties and testing, Don't pull out. Stay put and get used to that situation that you may gain the spiritual maturity you need. Even in the midst of affliction, even in the midst of pain and the agony of death, Apostle Paul says a Christian can still be happy. We need to make room in our hearts to rejoice in the Lord always. Even when he who gives takes away. And submit ourselves, learning obedience in submission. Knowing that we lose nothing by doing that which pleases God. Say, I lose nothing by doing that which pleases God. Rather, it honors God when we believe in Him, even when every sense contradicts Him. And He promises to honor those who honor Him. Tell your neighbor, it honors God when we believe in Him, even when every sense even when every sense contradicts him <laughs> in conclusion of this message whatever situation you are passing through today as a christian it is meant for your obedience It is an opportunity for you to learn obedience to the will of God. However, today, we often reject the process which God is using to refine our character. Did you hear that? I said we often reject the process, the instrument, the way... In which God Almighty is reforming, is refining, is processing, is building our character. That is why many times we remain as we are. That is why many times we do not move forward. That is why many times we continue to pass through the same test, and the same test, and the same test. Until we come to our senses, learn obedience, and pass the test. Your values must be tested against facts and experience. If you do not or are not willing, let me say, if you are not willing to pay the price for your values, if you are not willing to make some sacrifice to realize them, you must ask yourself if you really believe in them at all. Everyone who walks by faith will have testing. So if you find yourself in a time of testing, if you find yourself in a time of difficulty, make the choice in the moment of decision to learn obedience as Christ did. Finally, I would like you to rise on your feet for one prayer. This is a poem from Prophet TB Joshua, and if you would, I would ask you to close your eyes and picture your heavenly father saying these words to you. My child, let your days be mine to order. Where I guide, obedient be. Let your own desire be nothing, only seek to follow me. Once again, my child, say it together with me. My child, let your days be mine to order. Where I guide, obedient be. Let your own desire be nothing. Only seek to follow me. May God bless his word in your hearts. Thank you.